Joyce, can I call you instead? Hi, welcome back to Can I Call You Instead, where we talk about things in which texting just won't do. We're your hosts, I'm Lorraine. And I'm Joyce. Today on our show, we're going to talk about our ideal perfect first date. So it's been a while since we've both been on a first date. So I think it'll just be really fun to kind of draw on our memory about um, perfect first dates that we've had before and what we think now are our ideal first dates. So to start off, what is a perfect first date to you and what do you think it means? So I think for me, the perfect first date is spending time with someone who I'm able to be myself and genuinely and effortlessly enjoying my date's company. Because I feel Mm -hmm. like as long as we're both relaxed and being genuine with each other, then that's pretty much a good ideal date for me. How about you? Uh, I think for me, like what you said, I do agree. But I still also think like it's a good opportunity for you to kind of evaluate that person. Mm-hmm. So the content that you talk about um, is it meaningful. Um, and it means a lot to me when I can have a long conversation with someone, especially when before you start like meeting in person, you're on like the text messaging platform usually, right? Yes. Like either dating apps or like texting each other. It's more like, um not verbal Mm -hmm. and I do find it really funny I don't know if you like feel this is weird but sometimes when the first time you hear this person's voice it can go either really good (laughs) or really bad oh my god that's such a big thing that I get nervous about too because I'm like what if this guy's voice is really high like I don't know if it's yeah yeah and that's one of the things that I felt like on my first dates with people like the moment they like like say like hi like I'm blah 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 and the moment they use their voice it either excites me or it makes me very disappointed (laughs) no I agree I feel the same too like um like for for example my ex like I started texting him too because we met through a mutual friend and then when I went on my first date with him I hadn't I like I didn't know what he sounded like at all and then when he introduced himself I was like if he had a deeper voice and I was like thank god because <laughs> I think if he had like a high-pitched sharp yeah, yeah I, just, I just don't think I'd be attracted as as attracted to him or like probably attracted period yeah um what are some things that like when you are on your first date that you look out for um like characteristics or factors that constitute like a good first date to you I think a big thing that I look for um, right off the bat is probably chemistry mm-hmm. um, and if there's a spark because mm-hmm. I feel like right off the bat or like I don't know sometimes I it kind of builds during the first day but I think that's really important and that's something that I look for and then other things that I definitely look for is that if they're attentive or thoughtful um, because I feel like I'm definitely quite observant thoughtful yeah thoughtful and observant and so it's the little things that matter to me you know it's like if I'm talking to you are you genuinely listening to me or are you disengaged and spaced out or you know are you constantly checking your phone or even as simple as you know do you open the door for me I feel like those little things add up for me how about you 
it's really funny because for me it's all about like recollection of things that I might have told you about like through text or through like some like do you remember like we talked about this and sometimes I kind of like test them to see if they remember like oh oh, do you remember when we talked about this or like oh like uh like for example we're eating at a restaurant and it's like oh guess what like can you guess what I don't eat or like I like or like you know to see if they actually paid attention to you Mm -hmm. to um through conversation that they actually like took down mental notes of what you would like what you don't like and it just makes me feel a bit more comfortable talking to people who like takes me seriously I guess because it kind of is like validating you at some point where you're like oh like he didn't even like listen to me or like he didn't even like understand what I was trying to say to him or like he didn't even remember all like like these things that he like you wanted somebody to remember so to me for sure it's um it's quite important for a first date to have like these little pieces where I can like either feel like butterflies in my stomach about something that they did or like something that it's like kind of heartwarming that like touched me emotionally um because I don't know like if you agree with this but I think like nowadays most of the times people kind of judge um each other on how they look right from the back and and if you don't feel like this person is somebody that you can even like look at constantly unfortunately then maybe this is really superficial but like I, I I won't be able to have that first date with you I oh well yeah I think that's definitely a case like that's modern dating right now like especially with dating apps you know you swipe based off of looks you know it's not yeah it's not you're you're judging them based off their personality and characteristics no you know it's based off like if you're attracted to them or if you think they're cute or anything so I feel like yeah like it's it's it is superficial and it's like kind of sad but I feel like it's realistic it is and and for example like if I were to introduce a guy to you, mm-hmm. I would have to make sure that I have a general understanding of like, oh, Joyce is going to think this guy is really cute. Because Joyce thought like, if was like, oh, Joyce is going to think this guy is really ugly. Like, I probably wouldn't even try introducing you to this person. Yeah. Because then it's just like, why am I going to waste your time? <laughs> yeah, like it just won't work. I feel like you haven't done that yet. I feel like you also know what kind of guys I'm into. Yeah, I think I know general. Also, because I think, like, we're similar enough yeah. that we have a good sense of normal taste, yeah. I guess, <laughs> towards, like, what is good and, like, good-looking and what is bad-looking, um, in our opinion, Yes, yeah, yeah, like, we have the same taste. Because, obviously, looks are, you know, very to each their own. Um, yeah and subjective but I feel like our tastes are similar so that's why I think if you were ever to introduce a guy to me I would trust at least we have that alignment I guess (laughs) Um, so so do you ever get nervous before a first date um I have Mm -hmm. uh I think sometimes it's kind of like either the excitement or the uncertainty that would make me nervous Mm -hmm. um or sometimes if it's like a really really good looking person I get kind of nervous I guess because it's just kind of like oh like I'm gonna finally meet this person and sometimes it's just exciting because 
um, you you've maybe spoken to this person on the phone or you FaceTime or you've texted this person for a really long time and you're finally getting down to meet, it's nerve wracking to the point where I feel like I'm worried and nervous about like, what, we, what if we can't build conversation? Mm-hmm. What if like we went for dinner and buy the appetizer I'm already so bored like I think I'm more worried about awkward situations in general Mm -hmm. and also to me I think I am also um quite nervous at times when it's um somebody that um I have no like I can't if I can't like read this person well then I wouldn't know like oh like how how is he like like what are his preferences because it's really hard to read someone through text oh yes it's very hard I feel like the it's easiest when you can like when you're with them face to face and in person and you can judge by their body language how they talk to you you know and everything else so and the funniest thing is like when um I'm always like this. I try to make even at work, like I try to make my email sound a bit more exciting by adding in like periods, um, not intentionally and changing it to like exclamation marks instead. It's like, hello, how are you? I feel like, you know, these (laughs) intonations bring it. So that's why I feel like it's really hard to read someone um, like from texting. Oh, a hundred percent. And I feel like you know, a lot, many times texting, you can misinterpret the texts and the meanings of it. And you start overthinking, which yes. makes you nervous too. Yes. Yeah, so that's another thing. Um, what about you? Do you get nervous? Yes, I think so. Especially if it's, you know, a guy that I'm really interested in, or like you said, like, you know, I think it's really cute. And I, or if it's a date that I really want to go well, specifically. Yes. You don't want it to go wrong yeah. at all. Like you, you're like, oh, I really want this to go well. I really want, you know, to have a spark. And I really wanted to click with this guy. Then I get really nervous. And then... Do you have um, the tendency to sometimes like play scenarios in your head of how? Like- oh yeah, I constantly <laughs> like like I have like these like option A scenario yes. like, like you know and I like go through these and I think like one time I even had a dream about one. Oh really? Because <laughs> I was like really invested <laughs> into sometimes into this, these situations and you'll be like whoa like what if this happens oh I'm gonna do this this and this and I was like oh what if that happens and you're like oh, I'm gonna do this and this and this yeah. but I but um in your I guess from your past experiences of going on first days what is your now recent um guideline of what is your ideal first date and have you ever had a date that was similar to what you've imagined so I think now moving forward if I were ever to go like, you know, when I do go on um, another first date with guys, I think big, like, it's still definitely going to be looking for chemistry and, you know, seeing, and this time, you know, looking for compatibility as well. Because I think before I definitely confused chemistry with compatibility and. Oh, what do you mean by that? Well, I feel like I feel like with chemistry, it's like a spark that you have with the person, right? Like the butterflies in your stomach. Exactly. Like you're excited, huh. um, you know, to be with them, to talk to them, et cetera. But then I feel like compatibility is more so perhaps like long term. Yes, I agree. Do it's you know not I mean? something that can, you can know right off the bat. Yeah. But chemistry. And that's why I feel like it's like when you have a crush yes. on someone. And compared to, like, when you're in love with someone. It's different. Uh, it's so different. And I think that's, like, what I've learned um, 
too is like by going on uh, some first dates like after the first date sometimes you're like I'm glad I, I like this guy so much I've like a, like I really really like want to go on another date with him I, like I really enjoy talking to him and then in the end it doesn't work out I think and that's probably because you weren't compatible right off the bat you were it's just like both of you guys are just really interested in yes. each other there was like like the charm that either he passed to you and you charmed him yes. and then it's just like yeah I, I, I think that's very, very valid. Yes, because I think one big one big takeaway that I had with my past relationships was that I would, you know, want to hold on to the, uh, the relationship or salvage it if it wasn't going well because yeah. I was like, oh, but we were so compatible. But in the beginning. Yeah, but like now looking back, you know, we weren't compatible. We just had chemistry, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's one big thing that I would keep in the back of my mind. Obviously, you can't really judge compatibility on a first date, but no, yeah. I think I would keep that in the back of my mind. Like, do we have similar interests, you know? So I would definitely mm-hmm. frame my questions, you know, during the first date. It's like, oh, like, what do you do? Like, what do you like to do on your free time? You know, like, yeah. like what are your hobbies? What are your passions? Do you, like, what are your ambitions? You know, just to know if we're even, if, we, if we're aligned in any way and if there's any potential for... Like you know what's so funny i i feel like you should take the questions that we did on our trailer and ask all your next first <laughs> oh that would actually be so good no you just like you can make a joke of it. it's like oh my friend and i were doing this podcast and we did our trailer by asking these questions like maybe i just you know i think it would be kind of funny because um if shameless plug if you haven't listened please go listen to our trailer it was hilarious I think it was one of um, our funniest episodes so far I think so Uh, but you know you can ask those questions to him and see how he answers what was the dumbest thing you have ever done no I think so like because like to break the ice yeah that's what I was thinking like thinking back because like we yes we prepped like you know the questions that we want to ask for our trailer but we had no preparation like we didn't prepare any content like we didn't even think about the answers for any of the questions and it was so much fun yeah it was okay I think that's actually really good (laughs) advice I'm probably gonna do that plus 10 points for Lorraine (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Um, no I just feel like those questions that we asked will probably help you with this compatibility thing because it's like what is one food you can eat for the rest of your life without like you know and then it it kind of tells you like oh he probably likes asian cuisine he really likes italian food like you know and i think even down to the details of like what type of the things you like to eat is a part of of what constitutes compatibility i think so if he says fish sumai it's love at first sight for me have you thought about like what are some good questions or like what are some questions that you've asked previously that you felt was like good to ask on a first date um I definitely like to know what the guy likes to do on his free time like what his hobbies are you know because because that's what probably you guys are going to be doing if you end up dating exactly so I want to know you know like if yeah if you like to do stuff that I don't like to do then I feel like that's going to be a problem so I definitely have to mm-hmm. gauge that. And then one big thing for me is probably like having ambition and drive, um, yeah. whether it's professional or personal. So I think uh-huh. 
while I might not directly ask that if it's, you know, too invasive, I would try to find a way to kind of sneak a question or two in there just to gauge if they even like have ambitions or have goals in life. Because one of my exes, like, I remember I asked this question and I I should like, it's, I should have known because like his idea, his ambitions were very different from mine. Like he would, he was really happy if he works a nine to five and could go surfing on the weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and as nice as that sounds it just was like, like isn't aligned with my ambitions yeah so because you want to do way more than that exactly yeah so I think that would be a big thing for me how about you what, what are key questions you would ask to gauge or have asked um you know what's funny I, I feel like these questions um shift and change by age hmm. um because I'm just thinking back now and I realized like one of the questions when I was um, in my late teens, when I was like 18, 19, I would say mm-hmm. one of the questions I would ask the guy is like, do you drive? Do you have a car? <laughs> you know? Cause like back then I didn't have a car yeah. and I, I like, I honestly, I would have loved if somebody had a car and would be able to drive me around and like take me on dates and stuff. And I kind of was just like way more convenient than like taking a bus. Yeah. Because my first ever boyfriend, he didn't have a car. Was it a trial for you that he didn't have a car? No, and that's what I felt like I learned afterwards that having a car was way more convenient um, just to go to places. And, like, he didn't have a car. It was still fun because, like, I was in university, like, in first, end of first year. So, like, I took transit to school anyway, so it wasn't, like, a big deal for me. And I, I, I did quite enjoy the bus, actually, like, for that year, because it was pretty calming. And, like, I, I was able to, like, listen to music. I was able to even, like, watch Korean dramas on the bus sometimes, which is kind of funny. Um, but what I'm trying to say is, like, now, I, I if I were to go on a first date, I, I would not ask that question. Because I feel like the guys that I would be interested in would probably already have a car. <laughs> if they didn't right now would it just be like an instant veto for you yeah (laughs) yeah I think so you have to drive yeah I think so you have to drive and but you know if I were to superficially think now what would be a similar question that I would ask guys like hey do you have a place Mm. so you know what I mean by like the questions I like would ask back then would correlate to something that's totally different now at another stage in life Mm. so that's what I think is kind of interesting when I think about like these questions that I would ask on first dates would probably be quite different from every age yeah like it pertains to what's important like what's your priority now yeah Mm -hmm. and I feel like for example if somebody was in their 40s or 50s going on a date and compared to somebody in their 20s and 30s it it could be different but um let me think I think so similar to you um free time like how do you spend your free time is definitely quite important to me because um the free time that he or she has is probably when it would be the time that they're going to be spending with their other half Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I think another thing is sometimes I just kind of like to see how serious they are because I, for me, I don't really like it when a person is too uptight. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I would like make a joke or try to say something funny and see how they react to it. And that's kind of one of the, not not really a question, but like a thing that I would use to judge how, um, how they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and one question I used to always ask is, 
what do you want to do next time? Because then by that, I kind of gauge like, hey, like, like, are we going to go out again? Are we going to do something else? And, 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 and see if they have an idea. And sometimes it sometimes it's quite surprising. Sometimes I remember um, I've had guys are like, yes, for sure. Next time we should do this and this and this and this, you know, and list the whole thing. And sometimes you'll be like, oh yeah, sure. Like we can talk about it later. So mm. it kind of shows me how interested they are in okay. me, which is to me a great judgment of how um, they, they're into me. Cause like, honestly that, that that would be something that's quite important to me is because like like if you're not if if you're not interested in me or like or like if we're not interested in each other and you won't then... invest exactly yes. so it, it depends but I think that's um that's some of the things I would ask and consider that's actually a really good question and I guess like on a side note of the free time what are your thoughts on guys who like to game um I think there's a clear distinction of that because, um, as an example, my boyfriend currently games mm-hmm. um, during quarantine when I purchased Animal Crossing. <laughs> I gamed. So I think it kind of depends. Like, if you are gaming for relaxing and you had control of the time that you were to spend on gaming, then I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. But if that was your only one sole hobby and you were to do it all the time, like whenever you had free time, you'd be gaming. I would not be okay with that because I think you probably would need to prioritize me Mm -hmm. over gaming. Mm -hmm. Um, And just to make me feel like I'm more important than a video game. (laughs) you know yes. but but it's really funny because um, I remember like during quarantine the first night I downloaded Animal Crossing on my Switch I literally played it for like seven eight hours uh, yeah I remember you were <sighs> you were overly invested I was very invested but like you see now like mm-hmm. I don't play that much anymore mm-hmm. I sometimes pick it up I play it for a good like 45 minutes one hour do my daily chores like chop the wood pick the fruit get my seashells fish some fish pick the weeds like you know like I do like these little things but I'm not like constantly addicted I don't feel it's not on my daily to-do list I think I'll put it that way it's not like when I go home I eat Mm -hmm. I shower and then I'm in bed playing Animal Crossing like I would not enjoy if um the guy would be like that Mm. there's so many things that you can do I agree like, did you not enjoy gaming, guys? Is that why you asked? No, I was just <laughs> curious because I feel like I feel like many guys game. Yes, it's normal, yeah. and it's totally normal because I I feel like it's it's just something. It's it's just like how girls like to shop. Exactly how girls like to get a manicure and pedicure. It's just one of those things. It, like it, they just enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and I think I asked because like some of my friends were really bothered by it. They're like, oh my God, my boyfriend just games 24 seven and I just feel like I'm shafted. But then, mm. some of, like, but then one of my really close friends, like she actually took up gaming. Like, oh, yeah, to play- you see Twitch? Yeah, she does. Oh my God, she must make a lot of money. <laughs> no, no, no. She's, a, she's like a low key Twitcher. But yeah, like that's why I was like, it's on, like it's different on different ends of the spectrum. So I was just like curious yes. as to where you stood on that. But I'm actually really mm-hmm. likewise with you. Like 
gaming is fine, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but it's just a matter of, you know, knowing, like, the duration that you're gaming for. Yeah. And I mean, like, if one day um, my boyfriend was like, I want a PS5 for Christmas, I would probably try and get him that because it would probably make his life more interesting if he really wanted one. Thank goodness he doesn't want one. <laughs> but like, Because I've had so many female friends stressed for the past month or two trying to get that console. Really? Because it's like sold out yeah. everywhere. It's really hard to get. Um, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm supportive of their hobby if it's just a hobby. But I wouldn't support it if it's an addiction. Right. I think that's how I would put it. Okay, yeah. Actually, that's a really good fine line. Yeah. yeah. Um... I think let's do some rapid fire questions. I think this would be fun. Okay. Um, to reveal our true self. Oh my god! (laughs) We haven't revealed enough yet. I'm kind of nervous. I actually, I feel like this is a very spontaneous part of our segment today. Yes, let's do it. I think it'll be fun. I think we, we, I think we, I think it's interesting content for all our listeners. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. What do you usually wear? Um, something comfortable but still aligned with my style. What is an example of that? The last first date I went on was last summer, and I wore sneakers, biker shorts, a silk button-up, and then an oversized cardigan with a Chanel bag. You wore biker. <laughs> yeah, I wore biker shorts. It's comfortable and it was so cute. <laughs> How about you? What do you usually wear? Um, I usually wear, I'm a blazer person. I usually wear a blazer or leather jacket. I think that's one of my staples. You are a, uh, you are a hardcore blazer person. You <laughs> literally wear it once to get <laughs> dim sum. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I won't make it like fancy, fancy. I'll probably wear like a white a casual t-shirt and like some jeans. And if it was in the summer, maybe... Um, sneakers or sandals and if it's the winter maybe booties and a nice purse probably okay um how much makeup do you usually wear not that much I don't I I mean you see me I don't really wear that much makeup on a daily basis I like so you wouldn't like wear more no I wear I like literally every event no matter like if I'm going clubbing going out going for drinks really I wear the same amount of makeup yeah oh my god if you go to Vegas you cannot look like that (laughs) excuse me (laughs) No, I'm serious. Like, you should put on more makeup if we went to, like, Vegas or something in the future. Why? Is it, like, is it mandatory? Well, it's not mandatory. I just feel like it's fun. For me, it's fun. For me, I love putting on makeup. So I feel like, like, for my first date, I wouldn't put on that much makeup. Mm-hmm. But if I were to go clubbing or going out. You put or, like, more on. Yeah, like, um, our really good friend, Michelle, oh. who will future appear on this episode. She... <laughs> This is so funny. She's going to laugh when she listens. <laughs> when we were in Vegas last Thanksgiving, we went for 36 hours as Friendsgiving. Mm-hmm. It takes her about 20, 30 minutes to put on makeup. It takes me like two hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was rushing you to get ready quicker. I was like, why are you still doing your hair? I was like, I don't know. Like, I, like, I take my time. I make sure it looks perfect. Yeah. So, anyways, it's just... So, it's to me, it's, like, it's fun. Like, mm-hmm. but for my first date, I would look closest to how it would look normally. Because that's how they would see me at a okay. normal 
instance if they were to bump to me on the street like I don't want to catfish someone exactly that's why yeah that's why I don't wear that much makeup because I want him to like you know like not be scared no the real you exactly you know and not be shocked when I take off my makeup because I look like someone completely different yeah you know what's so funny though I just thought of something I used to always get lash extensions like constantly I would always get fills and I remember one time I my lash um my lash girl told me that I need to stop getting them because my um eyelash cycle was on the falling cycle so like it wouldn't last because you know how your lashes grow and they fall and uh, because I've had it for so long I guess a lot of them were quite weak and they were falling mm-hmm. and I had to go on a date without lash extension and I felt so naked I just did not feel myself I was so inconfident I, I just like I was just like oh my god I look so ugly right now and, but like now I don't get lash extensions anymore mm-hmm but that was just something that I thought of now. I just thought it was really interesting where just, like, I felt so naked that night. Like, not even feeling it was myself. Did the guy comment, like, like you look different or something? Um, no. I don't think. No, not really. But to me, internally, it was, like, a battle. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I cannot look like this. <laughs> How long does it take you to usually get ready before a first date? Um, that's a good question. For me, though, I don't really have a set timeline. Because sometimes I would go straight from work. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes would have time to get ready. But I've were to say, for me to put on makeup usually takes 15 to 20 minutes okay. when I wake up in the morning to go to work. So if I were to go on a date, maybe 30 minutes, just because I would want to look a little bit better than usual. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I think I'm the same. Like, hair and makeup and choosing my outfit, like, everything, I... I can do it within less than an hour for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you ask the guy to pick you up or do you ask them to meet you at the location of the date? I'm usually very easygoing. So it's usually, de- it's like, I usually let them drive that conversation. Like if they offer mm-hmm. to pick me up, then, um, you know, I'll say yes. But if not, then like, I usually like meet them there. I don't really mind. How about you? Um, Sometimes when I'm really extremely nervous mm-hmm. about it, I like to drive myself to the location to give myself some breathing room before it happens. <laughs> and to give myself a pep talk, maybe, you know, like, or like, listen to music to calm myself down. But if I were to be super excited and want to spend more time with a person, I would ask them to drive me. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Do you mm-hmm. ever do you ever offer to pay? Or do you expect the guy to pay? I always offer. Okay. I always offer. I've never not ever offered to pay. And that to me actually is one of the also the things that um, to me, like, I think I'm still very close minded <laughs> in the fact, like, in my opinion, and nobody has to agree with me. And this might be controversial, but I think the guy should pay for the first date. Mm. I feel like in a traditional very, mindset. Yeah, that's I'm so be. traditional yeah. in that fact. I'm saying I'm so close minded. And it's not because I could not afford to go on this date with you. I could pay. Mm. It's just, to me, I think that's just, like, a gesture. Mm. What? Like, chivalry? I, yeah, a little bit. But, like, to me, also, is I would say, if I don't want to see you again, I would pay for myself. Mm. Yeah. Or I would offer just to pay your meal, which I've done. I've I've offered, and I've paid the meal for a guy and never talked to them ever again. Oh. So I'm just, like, done, period. I don't, like, I just want to be, like, period, it's done. Like, it's in the past. I'm not going to deal with it anymore. Like, you don't owe him um, anything. No what do you do usually I I always offer to pay as well always or I for example if we went on 
like a longer day like we had a few activities if he pay for one thing then I will like I'll pay for the next one or like yes. even if he doesn't let me like I'll go out of my way to do it like I'll be like yes. I'll go to the bathroom and pay because I just, yeah I would just feel bad having him and guilty yeah, of yeah you know? yeah yeah and usually that's actually what usually happens is like on dates like you would do dinner mm-hmm. and then usually drinks. um I would offer to pay for dinner but usually the guy would pay for dinner mm-hmm. and then usually if you go for drinks I would usually get like the next round mm-hmm. um yeah just like you don't owe them anything yeah. and I think it just shows that like hey I can pay for myself exactly but to me I'm just very traditional and old old school and close-minded that I think the guy should pay for the first date just as me to like evaluate <laughs> so funny that you say that because your current oh yes my current boyfriend did not pay for the first date he he forgot his wallet he forgot his wallet he did not pay for the first date but he did take me on a very expensive dinner for our second date to make up for it to make up for it so i forgive him that was a street gesture <laughs> yes it, it, i pay i i, I paid the first time it was fine and he he offered to take me to a very nice restaurant and he paid for that expensive dinner. So it's okay. Okay. It was probably like double how much I paid. So it's totally fine. You're like, it justifies. <laughs> yeah, it was justified. And um, he told me, he didn't tell me like at the end. He told me quite early on. He's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I forgot my wallet. Okay. Because he was like from a trip. So it wasn't because he was purposely done. So he didn't, he didn't but, drop it on you when the bill came, which is, I think, no, that's but like general. if that happened, I'd be pissed. Yeah, I think so. I feel like you would not give him a second chance. <laughs> he gave chance. me a heads up. So I knew that like walking into the restaurant, I'd be paying. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. But I think also is the fact that like, um, Sometimes you kind of have a feeling like we were talking about chemistry earlier. Mm-hmm. You kind of want to see this person again. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I would say like, oh, let me take you out next time. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, what if you really like a guy? Would you ask to go on a follow-up activity after the first one? Like on a like second right date? Away. No, like right away. Right away? Like, oh, like, for example, if you watched a movie and you really liked him and you want to spend more time with him. Uh, okay, that was a bad example because a movie is a really bad first date idea because then you don't talk you don't to talk, each other. Yeah. Anyway, if you go on a movie and then you're and then you're like, oh, like, do you want to get dinner? Would you offer to do a follow-up activity right away? I would, I would hope that he would ask first, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to ask? Yeah, because yeah, I'd be too oh, shy. So I'd be yeah. too shy to ask. So I would hope he asks. And then if he doesn't, I would... I feel like I would not pursue it. I would, like I wouldn't like ask for follow up. I I would still hope that you know he would, he would ask. Yeah, I think because yeah. I'm more traditional, like, and I would hope that you know he makes the first move. I think because I'm just like I'm just shy. How about you? Um, I would probably ask for a follow up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't know. I'm I'm not shy like you, I guess. And I think for me, it's. A good opportunity to explore different things mm-hmm. just to s- learn a bit more about them see what activities you can possibly do mm-hmm. and also it's just like if you actually do have a lot to talk about mm-hmm. then the conversation doesn't end and you can kind of continue. continue that's true yeah. would you um, sleep with the guy on the first date um it has happened <laughs> it has happened <laughs> i guess not for you no <laughs> Yeah, for me, it has happened. Happened once. Oh, how was that? Um, how did that even happen? Like, how did it happen? How did it go about to? 
and it just kind of naturally happened we went out um it was it was a yacht club guy oh gotcha we met up again went out went back to his place that makes sense and it just happened but I didn't okay but honestly speaking though TMI I guess is a lot about me personally I did not feel great after it really I just felt like it just went too fast Mm. like I wasn't able to first of all even evaluate to myself what had happened oh because like you you you, there's few drink like there's some drinking involved you know like there's some like small talk here and there but there wasn't really like a conversation and and you know funny enough um this guy and I actually became really good friends just friends Mm -hmm. afterwards we never had intimate um actions done after that instance Wow. I, yeah. It, so, so I don't think it was meant to happen, mm-hmm. but it kind of actually did happen, which it is what it is. But we, we didn't end up, we did not end up seeing each other at all. Oh, okay. But are you still yeah. friends with him to this day? No. Okay. That's no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it did not end well. Let's just put it there. <laughs> so if a date went badly then, like how would you yeah. try to get out of it or would you get out of it or would you just wait till the end naturally uh depends on how bad it is I've actually texted a friend to call me to get me out of stuff before (laughs) I've yeah like there that's I think to me the worst Mm -hmm. usually I would just suck it up and deal with it for myself Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's just like and and this is actually a good topic because I feel like nowadays when you do meet people online or whatnot that instance when I had to call my friend was because I felt unsafe. Oh. Like you felt and like your safety was jeopardized by the sky? Yes, I felt unsafe. I felt like it was going very, it was going sideways oh. and I felt like something bad could happen to me and that's why I called my friend to call me. Oh. Um, and I just left. Oh. Um, so I think it would depend. That was, that was the worst. Oh, wow. Sometimes it's just bad and just, like, meet this person and you're, like, you're totally not this person I've been talking to. Um, then I would just kind of deal with it and not make it awkward, I guess, for both parties. Mm-hmm. Just because, out of respect, you came out, we met each other. At least we both gave each other a chance. Mm-hmm. So I think at least to fully come to a full circle you should complete like a full date with them. Yeah, I agree. And maybe I'll just pay for the bill and say and, and not talk to them anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. But like um Out of so respect. Just, Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I think I would do the same as you. Like I actually well, as you know, I don't I'm not I don't go on dating apps. So and every guy that I ended up like dating were met through mutual friends or I met like uh organically through like school or work, whatever. But I think likewise with you, like, I would only call a friend or, like, go out of my way to get out of it if I felt unsafe. But if it Mm -hmm. was more so a lack of chemistry or compatibility, then I think, you know, out of respect um, to, like, him and to myself, like, Mm -hmm. I would just, like, let it naturally ride out. Just, like, enjoy what's there to enjoy. And then, you know, just... This made me remember... That one time I was going to go on this date with this guy and he never showed up. What do you, like, he stood you up, like, at the, like, at the, 
location you actually he was on he was on his way and then something must have happened which i to this day i still don't know what happened because i've never seen him in real life um he just never showed up and i waited in my car for 20 minutes and to me like i can only wait for you for like a specific amount of time Mm -hmm. like if you are over 30 minutes late then sorry i'm not gonna wait for you Mm -hmm. because that's just like respect the most basic respect on a first date is punctuality um, at the very least yeah and people know if you know me that I'm not always on time but for first dates I'm usually quite on time oh that's true yeah because in general like I wouldn't be like 15 minutes late yeah that's true I wasn't late for our first dinner no you weren't you were actually very much on time very much on time yeah but I think when people understand me and know why I am late, they they know like they will they will give me a pass because it's not because I want to be late. It's usually because I'm stuck at work or like something happens. But yeah, I just remember there was this guy and I felt so bad and so angry after I called one of my really good guy friends. I was like, Can you believe this happened to me? And then ended up going to eat with him. And that guy like was texting me like so sorry, blah 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 blah, like all that BS. Mm-hmm. And I just ghosted him. Okay, I think at the very least is that like he didn't just stood you up and not say anything to you because I th- no yeah. I, that yeah and thank goodness it wasn't that I did get from an explanation but I didn't want to know it anymore. Okay, and then you just you just ghosted him and like left it as is. Yeah, because if it was really like a family emergency or something, I felt like you could told you could have told me when it happened. Mm. Like you don't have to tell me what exactly. Like hey, I'm so sorry. You must be there already. I'm extremely sorry, but something happened there's a family emergency I really need to deal with it right now mm-hmm. or something like I wouldn't feel amazing you know but like not to lie or anything but at least there was a legitimate reason there wasn't even I remember there wasn't even a legitimate reason oh like he just said I'm sorry I'm just gonna be late oh my god and I remember now that guy one of my girlfriend's friends yeah I guess matched with him too on a dating app mm-hmm. and said he was super like bad really yeah. Small world. Vancouver is a small place. Yeah, Vancouver is quite small. So be careful. But I mean, like, would you go on a dating app? I don't, I just, I don't think I have it in me. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I. What if you, what if in Hong Kong and then like you were, you were trying to meet people? I think I would initially, if I were to, like, look for someone to, like, date, I would try to do it maybe, like, through work or through friends first. Yeah. Um, because I think I am more traditional in that mindset where I want to meet someone organically and naturally um, versus dating apps. But I don't know. Like, I remember, like, I was talking to you. Like, I would be open, you know, because because yeah. I have never done dating apps before. And because... Yeah, I think you should be open. Yeah. You shouldn't be against it, which is good. Because I think nowadays a lot of people do meet um, people online, mm-hmm. whether you become friends or, like, in a relationship. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that, no. per se. Yeah. It's just, like, it's, it's the same thing as, like, oh, like, people back then in the olden days were arranged marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, is there something wrong with that? Yeah. Yes, it's probably something wrong with that, as in you didn't get a chance to meet this person. But back then, under the circumstance, and in many, like, countries right now, that's the only way of how you would meet someone or, like, get married with someone. So I think it depends, but it's good to have an open mind. Yeah, I think at the very least, it'll be good. It'll be fun to make friends, and it'll be good to socialize and to have that experience with dating. Because yes. I yes. remember we had a conversation where you said, 
you know, because you you went on so many dates and because you were able to experience so many different variations of men, <laughs> you know what you like, you know? Yes, yes. Um, and you that's, become that's much very... more confident. So yeah. I think I definitely need to experience that. So I'm definitely not opposed yeah. to it. So and you're young. Yeah, that's true. Joyce is single and ready to mingle. (laughs) Well, I think that's a good end and a wrap up for this week's episode on Can I Call You Instead? So thank you so much for listening and we hope you enjoyed learning about our first dates, what are ideal first dates, and then just kind of learning much more about us with our rapid fire questions near the end. Yeah, so um, to end this episode, please remember to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram. Our handle is can I call you instead, all in one word, for any new updates. And we will speak with you in a week. Yeah, so tune in next week with me and Lorraine on Can I Call You Instead for our next episode where we're going to be talking about um technology and all things around it our favorite apps are we team apple or team samsung so it's gonna be a good one yeah thank you for your time and goodbye